What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Verge Podcast. Uh, this episode is kind of special because it's rivalry week, so we're going to be breaking down the Georgia versus Georgia Tech game and the South Carolina versus Clemson game, and then, of course, giving game picks for some other games around college football, but thank you for tuning in. Let's get it. <laughs> Rivalry week. What is up? What is up? <clears throat> Big week for the boys of the podcast. It's rivalry week. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all want to preview y'all's first? Yeah, we'll go first. Um, Sid, do you want to start it or you want me to start I, uh, it? We can go back and forth. I mean, it's not. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you came over. I mean, I got really nothing to say. Uh, I'll let you take it away, and if I have anything that just pops in my head that I want to throw out there, I, I will. All right. Um, you don't have shit to say either. <laughs> I mean, I, it, 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 it kind of sucks if I'm just being quite honest with you, because like it's, I'm, I want to say so, I want to say stuff, but I don't want to like make you feel worse. Dude, I don't care. You can say whatever you want. Um, you can say whatever you want. I don't. I mean, if if it ain't off of if it if it ain't if it's the truth, it, it don't matter. I mean, just just start just start saying stuff until Sid starts yelling at you, and then you'll know. <laughs> you'll know the limit. I'll know. Yeah, if you've offended them, you'll know. You'll know the trigger point. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Um, <clears throat> So I'll just start with injuries, guys coming back uh, first. Um, Nolan Smith's probably going to be back out there. Um, Dominic Blaylock uh, caught his first pass last week, so he's probably going to get uh, a little more action this week. Um, so we're almost by, – by the SEC championship game, we'll be full strength and wide receiver, um, which will be the first time in a year. Um so I'm excited about that. Um, I think it's going to be one of those games where, like Sam was just talking about, where we run the ball 40 times and Stetson has like 15 pass attempts. Um, I think we're going to get the, the running game going um, pretty early and just try to you know, be more physical than uh, than tech. Um, I don't think we're going to try to do anything fancy. Um, obviously, we're not going to put guys in bad positions. Um, we're not going to try to get um, the QB hurt. I don't think Stets is going to run that much or more design runs on his part. I think if he does run, it's going to be a scramble um, out of the pocket. I mean, I just – I hope no one gets hurt in this game. Um, 
it's just it's I don't I don't see it being <clears throat> a thrashing like you think it's gonna be, Sid. I think it's gonna be one of those like we get up by like three touchdowns quick and then kind of let off the gas a little bit. Um and win like thirty to whatever. I don't I don't think it's gonna be like a fifty point game because we've only we've only done that to two teams and y'all are talent wise, y'all are better than those two teams. So um yeah. I mean I I just I don't see the the lack of motivation for him to just take take his foot off the gas. I mean if if it's true that he really don't like Jeff, now's a prime time to just go ahead and put it to him. <laughs> um I mean, really, to be honest with you, and it's going to sound wild, but run defense hasn't been a problem. Do I think we absolutely stuff y'all? No. Um, I think y'all are too physical for that. But, shit, run defense really ain't been that bad. Our linebackers have their highest graded team or graded, graded games when we're playing a run-dominant team. But um, I think it really just depends on if guys have quit. Um, and – I mean, if y'all come out there and start running the ball down the throat, it really don't – I mean, it, that, it's going to be open through the air. It's going to be open on the ground if it gets to that. And I mean, I wouldn't expect to see y'all come out there and just be able to rush for 250 and just sho- absolutely shove it down the throat. I think we're going to try to make y'all throw the ball. But that's where the problem lies. Is I think you're going to be able to throw it with ease, especially if we haven't ever covered a tight end. And this will be the best tight end we face all year. Um, and so, yeah, I think it I think it could get out of hand quick. That's why I think um, if they want to get Stetson throwing the ball around a little bit, they could. Uh, our secondary is just miserable. So I don't know. I feel like it could, uh, and it doesn't it doesn't help that we won't have Jeff. So um, on offensive side of the ball, we won't be able to do anything. So just what's what's his issue? Uh, it's lower. It's, it's either his ankle or turf toe or something. Um, okay. He's been in a boot. But uh, – Well, that's always a great sign. <clears throat> yeah, he was in a boot leading up to this weekend. He was dressed this weekend, but he was emergency only. Um, and he'll practice, but I, I doubt we see him this weekend. Word of word as of right now is it's, he's not going to play. So, um, which – I mean, I'm not saying Jeff would go out there and play any better, but I think a healthy Jeff Sims is one of the better quarterbacks. A healthy Jeff Sims playing like he played against North Carolina or Louisville last year, just if he's healthy and he's got his mind right, I think he's one of the better quarterbacks y'all faced all year. Um, I think our offensive line is one of the worst y'all faced all year, so it really kind of evens out. But um, outside of Tennessee's quarterback, maybe Arkansas – um, I mean, shit, DJ really haven't been that much this year. I mean, he's Jeff would be up there if he was healthy, but if you put him in there and he ain't healthy, you get Miami Jeff. And Miami Jeff can't hit the broad side of a barn because his mechanics go out, out the window. So I, I guess we'll put I guess we'll put Jordan back in there and uh have him running for his life again. Poor guy, he's gotta be still sore from from Saturday, dude. He took a, a he took a beating. God bless. <laughs> he thought he took a beating. Oh. Yeah, until this Saturday. This Saturday, he will really take a beating. So, um, that's tough. We're not going to be able to sustain anything on offense. Um, defense will probably be on the field a lot. 
we're gonna hey, give up a lot of points. Sid, do you if somehow y'all come out and upset Georgia, do you, would you forgive Jeff Collins? Absolutely. You'd have another three years. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's already on the contract for, for seven years. This is his third, so shit. I mean, we gotta ride might as well ride that bitch out if he does that. I mean, there's <laughs> that would probably be the biggest upset in college football ever. Yeah. I mean, it's my just, Twitter feed would literally my phone would be on fire. <laughs> I would I would turn my phone off. No, I would get I, I don't even talk shit. Like like when we won when we were in college, like I didn't never talk shit. I just don't talk shit to like Bryce or even to Benny or any of the George fans I know. I just don't. But if we won, dude, Davini would never fucking hear the end of the <laughs> I would oh, no. ruin his life with that because <laughs> there's there's absolutely no reason why we should even be remotely in the game. And it's sad it's that point, but things are just so bad right now. It shouldn't. And Georgia's so good right now. It's just. I, I tell you, I tell you this. I fully expect uh, from our offense uh, a couple three and outs and there's always and a possibility once, once I mean if you play 60 yeah, minutes one it's gonna happen. <laughs> and one Stetson pick I mean it's it's, it's liable every game so the Stetson uh, pick will come early though yeah the the three and out will come early too probably that's my <laughs> I mean we for whatever reason we come out there we'll get a three and out we'll come out there and get one or two stops and then it's like the team's like hey um why don't we just start sitting everybody downfield and they'll they'll leave one open and we'll just throw it to him. <laughs> and that's how it goes. So and I, mean, uh, I did see that uh Kirby um he did talk about Jameer a little bit and said that uh when you watch him run, it looks like he's in another gear. Um yeah. and he they, is. Yeah, he is. And they have the uh scout team running back uh wearing number one, so they're keying <laughs> the hell out of him. Yeah, that's why I can need 79 yards, 73, 79 yards to break the tech record for all-purpose yards. It was said by Eddie Lee Ivory, which is like one of our better players in history. And I don't I don't know if he can get him. I mean, if y'all mess around and kick it off to him, which I doubt y'all do, but I mean, shit, y'all may because y'all are going to win the game, so y'all might want to work on kick coverage. Uh, I don't know. But I think he could get it that way. But on the ground or through the – I got out of the backfield, I just – I don't I don't see it. But what's funny you say that, and I, I saw Kirby's quote about him looking like it. Um, he's in a different gear. Uh, our player um, personnel guy named Patrick Suttas, like he's in charge of our roster development, all that kind of shit. He has like colleagues around college football and coaches and, and his junior, Jameer's junior year tape, those coaches that he talked to, they were convinced like 100% that his tape was sped up. That, really? that that it was edited and sped up. That's how fast he was on his tape. So it's kind Wonder of funny. If people do that. His, That's his, so smart. His high school tape went crazy though. Oh, dude, his his yeah, it was his like juniors, ten minutes of touchdowns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his junior year and junior year tapes are just like yeah, I don't think nothing I would... but him shaking everybody and just taking off to the house and just like clowning everybody as he's running past, like just like pointing at him like right. You know, <laughs> and there's so many times where people have the angle on him and he just hits another gear it's like you're you're like he's running and then all of a sudden like he just picks up another speed you're like god darn so yeah it's kind of funny that colleges that were recruiting him 
Um, at first, when they saw his junior tape, some of them stopped, not stopped recruiting him, but they were skeptical because they thought they were fully convinced his tape was sped up. So I bet people do that. That's um, when you know you're fast. Yeah. So that'll be maybe the one bright spot. Maybe if we can, you know, have a cool, couple cool plays with Jameer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it would be cooler if Jeff was in there because then, I mean, that would at least give y'all, you know, something else to worry about but or pay attention to. I don't know about worry about, but pay attention to. But, yeah, it's going to be miserable. Um, I signed up to go to South Bend and, you know, get my ass kicked last weekend. So, my smoke. Sign up, get my ass kicked again this weekend in Atlanta. So. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yeah. That's me. At least you don't have to wake up at 4.30. <clears throat> this Why time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then stay. And then Chicago was a mess. So it was just the trip. That, uh, it just shouldn't just have happened. Just a bad trip. Just shouldn't have happened. But, <laughs> you know, glutton for punishment. That's me. Um, I can't say no. Um, over under four sacks from y'all. Yeah. Over take the over hammer the over, which is strange. Notre Dame only had, I think they had three or four, but they were, he was running for his life as soon as he got the ball every time. Our, our, our back, I I said it in a group, our backup center, he's really should be playing guard. He's going to be a good offensive lineman, but he had to play his first full game at center. And they just lined a nose up over top of him, and his oh, pass God. blocking his pass blocking grade was a six point nine. <laughs> I thought twenty was bad. Six. Six point nine. <laughs> his run blocking was like fifty two. His pass blocking was like six point nine. That's Dog, tough. I think you get five points what? for just standing there. <laughs> you get five points for hiking the ball. <laughs> yeah, I think that's where the six point nine comes from. It was a good snap. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. Uh so Jordan Davis is gonna be there, mama. Yeah. Uh huh. Jordan Davis isn't good. He's just big. <laughs> I feel bad for the kid, man, because this cop has got to be just all time low, just because. Like you know, getting... that's what Brett Key's saying right now. He's like, "Listen, they're not even good. They're just big." Yeah. <laughs> they're I imagine fast. Brett Key saying, "Fuck." <laughs> Brent Key's probably raiding the cabinet for some ibuprofen because they about to have a sore ass. <laughs> She's just about to be it's about to be brutal. So hey, you know what? It is what it is. We might as well go ahead and snap it and just roll Jordan out every time. Left, roll him left and roll him right. Just every as soon as he gets the ball right. Yeah, honestly, and then you yeah. realize that Channing Tindall runs like a, a four flat 40. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. That's the problem with this whole thing about like moving the pocket stuff. Like I, I that that might be counterproductive. It worked. You never it, know. When we did it against Notre Dame, it worked. And then we we decided, oh no, nah, we're gonna throw him off and sit Jordan in the pocket. As soon as he gets the ball, he's got like two edge rushers coming at him and a guy up the middle. It was just bad. So yeah, um, against the most freakishly athletic defensive front there is in college football, <laughs> that's the issues we have. So. Um, they're just big. <laughs> they're just big. Not good. Just big. Actually, watch that video I sent. Um, Kirby's not. Kirby doesn't want them big. I didn't. I, I haven't had time to watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Though. You go and watch it. It's interesting. He compares. I know we're getting off tangent here a little bit, but he compares like their defenses while he was at Alabama and 
they were like always top 10 and then they had a year while they slipped into like number 12 like they barely slipped out of the top 10 and he's like he was like he was like we're slipping so uh it wasn't the players we were still recruiting at high he was like it was us so we started looking at it and he compared his defensive sizes from that point on like his linebacker sizes were down an average of 10 five to 10 pounds his defensive linemen were average of like 30 pounds lighter and like he compares Terrence Cody to Jordan Davis Terrence Cody was 50 pounds heavier than Jordan Davis yeah he said um, Cody had a sloppy body yeah yeah which and I think he, is a great word for it and then yeah and he 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 talks about how like linebackers now at days he was like when we yeah, played cover more space yeah he was like we played teams uh he, they played Tom Herman when he was at Alabama and uh they beat the shit out of him and he after the game or after the year he went to him was like hey you know just tell us whatever you'll want to tell it like whatever you'll tell us will help or will, mm-hmm. will help us and he was like, we, we looked at y'all on film and said, they're too big. They're too slow to run sideline to sideline. So they ran Zeke Elliott off tackle sideline to sideline, and he torched them. And so he said, from that point on, he they started putting guys on weight programs and making – and he's like, I don't want them that big. He's like, I don't, I don't want them that big, that slow. I want them fast. I want them freakishly athletic. And I think that's yeah. kind of what you see. I mean, other than Jordan Davis, everybody else is – They're just big. You know, but, he, but even Jordan Davis is – He's put together. He doesn't. Oh, he doesn't yeah. look fat. No. no. When he puts pads on, he looks. He 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 looks. Not that he looks lean. Oh, I mean, and let's, he, let's not, <laughs> and he but, crazy. He's, he just, big. Like he's just big. Uh, he's I just mean, big. He's just big, Sid. He's just big. Get that out of your I, head. He's just I, I think big. it. I, I think you'd be very interested, especially you, Devinny, since you're a George fan, to go watch that video. Uh, he he. They show he just takes crazy. up space. They show yeah, just a space crazy eater. scheme and stuff, Divinia. Yeah, I'm like gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna watch it after this. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's it is crazy when you can drop your defensive end into coverage and you almost get to pick mm-hmm. um, Trayvon Walker in the. Uh, we have we have two defensive ends with picks this year. They're just big, Divinia. Okay. Anyways, um, I think that's enough time spent on uh, this game. I'd like to bear this is my last episode, so this is your last episode. Yeah, we're done after this. Yeah, but you're not saying done. Yeah. I mean we we keep going. Tech is done, you are not. Y'all want me to get on here and talk about y'all's teams? I don't know shit about y'all. I mean This is a this is a four verts, dude. We're not about to go twelve personnel now. Exactly. Maybe we will. Shit, you never know about us. I mean, I'll get on here, but I didn't think y'all interested. I got to say about y'all is like bowl game or nothing. Um. All right. I guess it's time to move on to South Carolina versus Clemson, eh? Yeah, that's a good idea. The red state. I'm sure you have some stuff to say, Sam. So I'll just I'll just let you go. Always. And, and we Always. can we can just bounce off each other a little bit. So yeah, since since obviously you're helping me with this, I'm I'm not going quite as in depth as I normally would because obviously Naturally. you're going to help me with the finer points of it. Naturally. Um, so I basically have keys to the game. I got I got five things that I need for us to do, um, and if we, I mean, shit, if we can get three or four of these done, we're probably going to win handedly. I would I would assume. Um, but obviously, like I started with in the uh, in the recap episode, talking about how when we run for 200 yards or more. We just don't lose games. Um, so, obviously, that's that's the goal. If we can get over 200 yards, I feel really confident in it. Um, 
South Carolina on the season, uh, they're averaging giving up 171 yards a game. That's 94th in the country. Um, Is that good? And over the uh, – they're just big. It, it depends um, who you ask. Okay. okay. Yeah, it depends on the context. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, over the last two games, Mizzou ran for 258. Auburn ran for 191. So that's a total of 449 yards allowed in two games. Um, and it basically is made up between two guys. I mean, uh, Tyler Beatty just pounded the rock. Um, you know, he had over 200 yards by himself. As you said, Bigsby had 164 last week. Um, so between Beatty and Bigsby combined, you got 56 carries for 373 and two touchdowns. And that's that's over six and a half a clip. So given that I feel like we have a pretty strong duo right now of, of Pace and Shipley, and they're, they're as healthy as they've been all year together. Um, you know, I feel like we have a really good mix of guys that we can that we can roll into the ballgame and, and just run downhill. Um, so, again, DJ is probably going to factor in some short yardage stuff. But, again, getting to that 200 mark and, and, and being able to control the game up front is going to be priority number one. Um, and the other part of this is on offense – isolate y'all's linebackers. Like you said, Brad Johnson is not athletic. He's just not. Um, you know, you've got some guys I out mean, there. That... I, I think Brad Johnson is the more athletic one out of the two, <clears throat> personally. Damani Staley is – Damani Staley has made some big plays. Um, he's just – he's slow, and he's got a slow first step. And if he's wrong, if his first step's wrong, then he's pretty much out of the play, um, which is his biggest That's problem. Fair. Um, but I mean, he is pretty instinctual, but you know, he, he struggles getting off blocks sometimes and, um, he's just a, a okay linebacker. They both, they're both just yeah. okay linebackers. So, but yeah, right. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I mean, my point being, they're definitely the trying to isolate spot, them. spot of the defense. Yeah, I would agree. I think, I think the fact that the, the rushing yards per game are creeping up at this point in the year or one, just a factor of attrition. I mean, you got guys that are banged up. Nobody's a hundred percent. You know, over the course of a game when a team's leaning on you, I mean, you're actually going to give up runs. But I do feel like y'all are pretty good in run fits. I feel like the majority of the time there are bodies there. Um, and I don't really know exactly what it is. I mean, it's obviously there's tons of plays you can look at. So I don't know if there's right. enough of one thing that's happening to really say, oh, well, like this is the issue. Um, pretty much but a combination I think the, of a bunch of stuff. Exactly, but I think the I think the the concrete feet of the the linebackers hurt you from time to time. So I feel like, like I said, you know, we've started incorporating our our top two tight ends a little bit more. Um, well, Shipley's shown um, time to time that we can get him out of the backfield as a receiver. He's got good hands, but it's it's something that we haven't really used a whole lot this year. Um, so I think you got three guys between Shipley Allen and Brenning Stool that that can create a matchup problem for their three guys at linebacker if we can just get them in coverage. Um, and then obviously the other part of this is uh, find the former walk-on Jalen Foster. Um, him and, and Kingsley and Ibarre are far and away the two biggest pieces of you guys' defense. Um, and I think I think for y'all it's it's important that you lean on them because Foster's got five picks. Uh, and Igbari is – when you look at the stats, I mean, he's only got a handful of sacks, but he's so disruptive. Yeah, he's always there. He's just everywhere. Number one is always in the backfield somehow or another. Um, but, again, Foster leads the team in tackles and picks, like I said. Um, 
he's just got to be accounted for because he doesn't play a ton of deep safety. He does, but he also works up like in sort of like a like a mid-range jumper almost where he's he's yeah. playing 10, 15 yards off the line of scrimmage and working his way down. He's off in the nickel sometimes. Yeah. He seems to be I, one I of the more like, versatile players in the defense. Yeah, to the to those points, I feel like um, you know, in the Auburn game a lot. Um we wanted to see if T.J. Finley could beat us over the top. They, we knew they were going to try to run Tank Bigsby, and that's why we ran a, a, a little 4-3 defense, which we haven't done um, all year. And then when we weren't in the 4-3. Well, I think T.J. Finley is a really good uh, warm-up for DJ. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're very exactly. similar. And, and, you know, they got Tank Bigsby. I mean, I don't think either of your guys are as good as Tank Bigsby, but together, know. you know, it's, it's – Yes, together. I was surprised that Jarquez Hunter didn't have more run. They last didn't week. need I don't him know to. Fair, they didn't need him to. Fair, fair. <laughs> they rode the hot hand. Um, but yeah, Jalen Foster has kind of been more. He's kind of tran- transitioned more into a center fielder. Uh, R.J. Roderick is, at least last game, he played a lot more like a lot closer to the line of scrimmage. I think that fits him a lot better because, for some he's, reason, he's a lot bigger than. Yeah, yeah, and and that might just the be the thing, fact that Foster's undersized. The thing with Foster is, I mean, he had a, an absolute shit ton of tackles early in the season because, like you said, I mean, he was pretty much playing safety and linebacker. Um, right. Not the linebackers are that much better now, but they've kind of come into themselves a little bit more, giving Foster more more flexibility to stay back. Um, but yeah, I mean. If you isolate the if you isolate linebackers and then you find Jalen Foster, it's it's not looking great. Yeah, I mean the problem the problem with Kingsley Anivari is that he's he's I I would say that he's the best all around defensive end we've seen. You know, Jermaine Johnson from Florida State's probably the pass rusher we've seen. Obviously, we saw the guys from Georgia, and they just throw so many guys at you. But I also think that Georgia gave us a ton of respect because obviously they didn't know. <laughs> exactly what we would be yeah so I feel like Georgia was probably not as aggressive in terms of of bringing pressure and letting their defensive ends one-on-one go up against us uh, um, we, were, we were dropping eight most of that game <clears throat> yeah I mean and that's yeah, the thing. I think I don't I think, know if that I think we're gonna I think, I think we're gonna be sending DJ guys lit it up last year yeah yeah that's the only tape they had of them so obviously yeah. that's right. that's who they're thinking they that's who they think they're getting um that's what I, I think, thought I was getting. <laughs> I think we're gonna I think we're gonna bring pressure a lot. Obviously, obviously, y'all are gonna bring a lot of pressure. I think both of our defenses are gonna so. have the same exact game plan and you know limit the run and make the quarterback feel uncomfortable because both quarterbacks, when they feel uncomfortable, they don't play as well. Um as, they do stupid. as with as with really any quarterback, but yep. Um unless you're Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's he if, if you blitz him, he knows he's got one on one, so he just throws it. But I digress. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. His guy's gonna win hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, go on. But yeah, defensively, defensively, like you just said, blitz all night. All night. I don't care if we go zero coverage and we just we blitz six guys every play. I do not care. Blitz the hell out of Jason Brown. Because like you said, it, it, it's it's one of those things where when I was calling for us to run the ball more and just give DJ less opportunities to screw up. I feel like that's kind of how the offense has been because the run game against Mizzou, you guys only had like 57 yards rushing. So obviously in that game, it was a little bit more on him in the second half. Yeah, we don't travel well. Showed a little more deficiencies. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But, um, you know, I think, I think, like you said, the biggest thing is that he's inexperienced. He's only started three games and he played a little bit against Texas A&M. This is going to yeah. be the best defense scene. Um, so I feel like if, if we can, and, and considering the offensive line struggles as well, if we can put pressure on him, the odds of him doing something stupid go through the roof. Yeah. So again, and I mean, like, as many exotic looks as you can pre-snap, just get him thinking. Yeah, and like you were saying, like, I mean, I know it's a little bit of exaggeration, but you don't care if you go into zero coverage just to put pressure on him. I mean, he might like he, he he's shown flashes flashes of ability to you know escape the pocket and make, make and make a good play downfield. But he also hasn't shown. I mean, it's not a big sample size, but he hasn't shown the ability to just continuously do that. So. You right. know, even if he hits you with one, I mean, you can just keep doing the same thing and he, he might not hit you with another one all game. Right. And I think the other thing is, is that when you bring – when you blitz, there's two possibilities. One, you you put one-on-one -on -one outside. And for me, when I'm looking at it, you've really got one guy out wide that, that creates a matchup issue. And that's going to be that's, Josh Fan because yeah. he's going to play all three receiver spots, and especially when he goes in the slot. If he's outside against Booth or Goodrich, I'm kind of thinking it's probably a push – um, but yeah. if he's inside working on Makuba or, you know, if he gets Trenton Simpson out there, there could be an advantage there for Josh Van. So there's that part of it. And then there's also the fact that you, uh, you, you're susceptible to a quarterback that if he can escape the pressure, he can run. The longest run of the season for Jason Brown's been nine yards. Right now he's got yeah, minus he's not, 70. Yeah, he's not going to be running the ball. So, right. Um, but while we're talking about running the ball, number 11 has got to be the biggest key, like I said, I think Josh Van presents some problems, but, you know, Zaquandre White's in his last three games since the bye week, he's averaging 13 carries a game for 90 yards. Um, him and Kevin Harris have pretty much split carries basically even. Uh, I think he had a couple more than Kevin Harris for the first time last week. Um, but they're, they're a nice little one-two punch. But like you said, Zaquandre White wants to bounce the ball outside. He's been you guys' most explosive player since the, the bye week. Um, and again, he, he's, he's added a nice counter for Josh Van because it, it takes numbers away from the secondary. It, it, it forces you to kind of account for him. Um, and I also think the fact that he had a 40 yard touchdown catch last week is, is again, that's something else you put on film that, to make a defense just account for him. Um, so really just keeping him bottled up, not letting him hit the chunk plays on you because he runs hard. Yeah, so it's, I mean, you got a gang tackle, you got to have a bunch of hats. Um, but and, and just a couple more stats, I'll finish up and let you let you go. But uh, South Carolina's got six wins this year. Uh, those six teams have combined for a current 26 and 40 record. Only East Carolina has a chance to finish above 500. Um, and in that's the five, not, that's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily true. With bowl games, there are other teams that could finish over 500. That's true. Yeah, I didn't take that into account. Talking, yeah, we're point. talking regular season, bro. Yeah, okay, then that's um, true. <laughs> the point remains. Um, and then also in you guys' five losses, uh, y'all are averaging running for 87 and giving up 242. So, again, there is a clear – This it doesn't matter who you play. If you run the ball well, your odds of winning go through the roof. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just interesting to see the fact that it seems like when you guys – when y'all lose, it's because you get into a, a mode of having to throw. Yeah. Um, so, again, if we can force Jason Brown to win the game, I feel good about it. 
Yeah, I mean, every I agree with all things you said. Um, isolating our linebackers, uh, making Jason Brown uncomfortable. I think we're gonna do similar things. Not necessarily isolate isolate linebackers because your linebackers are actually good. Um, but you know, we got to get we got to play more so guys. much zone. You're not gonna get them in coverage much anyway. Yeah, but we got to get more. Not. We got to get more guys involved. Um, obviously, you mentioned Josh Vans, Quandre White. Um, yeah, we no, got We got to have Jaheim Bell. They got to stay involved. Um, Jaheim Bell didn't. I don't think he had a touch last week. Um, he's a guy that can break off chunk plays when you can get him the ball. I don't know. Um, I don't know why why there's such a disconnect with getting him the ball on a regular basis. But hopefully. Um, Hopefully we can get him the ball a little bit more. You know, Juju McDowell, he gets on the field a decent amount. Um, I guess his snap's been going down because this is a Quandre White. But um, he's a guy that can bite off a chunk play too. Um, There's just – unfortunately, there's not really another receiver that I can see all of a sudden having a good game against this Clemson defense. So it's going to have to pretty much be Josh Van and Gene Bell. Nick Muse might might catch a third down here there. But – That's right. But, I mean, big player – the big players are going to have to make big plays in the big game. Um, so, I mean, I don't really know what else to add to what you said. I mean, everything everything that you said that y'all need to do is we need to do Yeah, the, the inverse. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, y'all are going to blitz a lot. I don't trust offensive line. I'm just I'm, – I'm hoping we can we can – get Jason Brown settled in early, um, hopefully lean on the run a little bit and, and hit some short passes, um, and then maybe take some shots downfield to Josh Fan. Um, but defensively, I mean, if we're going to be in this game, it's got to be a low-scoring game. So defensively, yeah. we, we have to be able to stop the run. Um, who, do you, who do you all have inside a defensive tackle? I really have no idea. D-tackle Jabari Ellis, who's been really good versus the run, and then Zach Pickens, who is, has okay. had a really, really good season, actually. Um, I can't ever remember if Pickens and Birch are flipping between inside and outside because now it's obviously a four-man front. As yeah, Birch, to, Birch is outside. Boom, he's, so. he's also been been coming on and made, some, made a couple of decent plays. Um, I say that just because our, our, our starting center right now is 280 pounds. And he can but, be yeah. physically manhandled if you got somebody that's big. And, yeah, and I mean, we have a really – y'all have had offensive line struggles. We have a really talented defensive line. Obviously, we're weak at linebacker. Um, so, the defensive line has kind of um, maybe statistically not looked as good as, as I think they actually are. Um, I would they're, agree. They're, they're, they're you gonna got a lot of cleanup coming from the linebackers. Yeah, they're going to have to have a huge night, the defensive line, uh, the secondary. I'm sure Bo Collins will, will beat us over the top one good time. Um, and that'll be the only thing DJ does all day. Yeah, just just like, I mean, we're, we're good for one good busting coverage, one good long play. So as long as we can limit those, just keep the keep it a low-scoring game. We're not going to score 30 on, on, on Clemson defense. We might might get to 20, maybe. Um, if we have some some things go our way. So our defense is going to have to win this game for us. And, you know, just Jason Brown can't can't turn the ball over too many times. Uh, but lastly, you know, since you threw some some unsavory some hateful, stats. Yeah, some hateful out, stats. I got to pull this one out. Clemson's two and two on the road this season. Um, they're actually That's they've right. actually been outscored 92 to 85 in those contests. Um they, they've been averaging 170 through the air and two and 127 on the ground in those four games. And a third of those rushing yards on the ground have been from the quarterback. 
Um, and DJ's hurt, so he's not going to be running that much. Um, obviously, you know, they haven't had the best performances on the road thus far. Um, Willie B is going to be – going to be jumping. Yeah, it's going to be jumping. It's going to be – Can't wait. The biggest crowd since, obviously, the, the opening game for y'all. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be fun. Yeah, that's another thing. This is this is going to be DJ's first true road game. I mean, obviously, he played at Notre Dame when Notre Dame let like twenty five thousand people in the building. So, I mean, it's not like it was an awful environment, but it's nothing like anything he's seen this year. Yeah, um, we played horrible on the road against Syracuse. Our offensive line was atrocious um, against NC State. They, I mean, they choked. They tried to give us the game three different times, and we just couldn't take it. I will say we've 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 you know what? I'm not going to say we've improved in the past four games. I'm not going to say it because then it won't be true. Um, I'm just going to let the point totals say what they say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you but, know, we've you know, we've we've been better. I'm not going to say we've been good at home. We've been better at home than we have been on the road. Five so and one at home, right? Yeah, so that's in our favor. Um, but, you know, some of those wins aren't weren't the prettiest wins. Win's a win, but, you know, that's why I'm not saying we're, we're – Well, Clemson we're has one pretty win. Um, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Clemson hasn't been great game. on the road. We've been better at home. That's pretty much the only thing in our favor for this game. Um, yeah, I think a lot of things are going to have to go our way. Luckily, at home, for for whatever reason, there there haven't been many penalties called, like in the Florida game and in the um, Auburn game. There weren't many penalties called, like both ways. Um, so I kind of like it. That. I like it more <laughs> like that, honestly. Home field advantage, yeah. maybe um so let them let them fist I mean, fighting coverage i'm cool with gonna it be, call it both ways it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun game i decided to be my first time in the cockroach so i don't i don't think we get it i think the 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 smallest margin of victory as of recent is like 21 or something so if we can keep it within that it'll be it'll be better i agree i agree i think that would be <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's not. There's no question that Clemson's more talented. Even if they're a little beat up, uh, I mean, both teams are a little beat up. Clemson's more talented. We'll, you know, we'll see. Oh yeah. Speaking of beat up, I think we're gonna have EJ Williams back. That's a possibility, or receiver. So it's possible we won't start yeah. a Sweeney in the slot. We also might um, not have Cam Smith. So who's our best okay. ever corner? So that, okay. I mean, that would be ideal. And God is definitely out. He's throwing a boot. I'm and trying God, to think of who else we have hurt. Playing again, man. He's made of bro. He's made of glass, but this year when he's played, and when we throw him the ball, he goes and gets it. He's argued. I mean, I would say he's the most aggressive receiver we have, but the the freshman Collins twins are quickly displacing him in my mind. But we'll see. It's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be very competitive. I'm excited. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun environment, Sam. But you're going to hate. The noise they play every five seconds. I love it. You know, I hate it. I, that's, it's annoying. that's part it's of the experience. Most annoying thing that happens in a football stadium ever. I'm with it. The sand, the, the sandstorms lit, but the uh, the rooster <laughs> they hit anytime Carolina does anything decent, it gets really annoying. Really, yeah. Good. Especially, well, I mean, I mean it's, it's not even. It's like. Count every time we do something, it don't even have. We don't even. Decent. We don't even have to do anything decent, bro. We'll just play it. I know, <laughs> like, in like it'll be a second down, and you're <laughs> just out of nowhere. It's lit. 
but yeah, I can I can definitely see how that's annoying. Um, it should be annoying. That's the point. For for me, it, I don't really notice it that much anymore. But but yeah, it is what it is. I guess we get into the game picks here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, you know what we we were talking about earlier? How I guess Kirby doesn't like Jeff Collins, <clears throat> and typically in this South Carolina versus Clemson matchup, the head coaches don't like each other, but it seems to be different this year. Um, yeah, y'all got Diet Davo. <laughs> don't you? That's the worst thing you've ever said. I don't know if that's a compliment. I mean, it's a pretty good coach, no. allegedly. We're, I'm not saying coach. We're just saying as a person in general. Um, oh, you don't think he's a good obviously, person? Obviously, obviously. I mean, I don't, I don't know him personally, so I can't really say. Steve Spurrier. You know, clowned everybody. You, you want his number? No. <laughs> <laughs> um Spurrier was the ghost. Spurrier, so. yeah. Spurrier clowned everyone. Must champ talked about flirting with Dabo's wife and then got just slapped by him every year that he was there. Um and now D- and now Dabo and Beamer are actually friends. They have been friends for a, a while, apparently. Um which I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um I'll know more about how I feel about it Saturday night. Um, but yeah. It's kind of just, just an interesting fact to throw in there, I guess. Oh, it's a night game, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 7.30. Oh. SEC Network. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, let's get into the picks. Yeah. Um, well, hold recap on. Last week. Oh, we got to be on Time out. I, I, I forgot to mention this um, when we were talking about uh, – me and Sid's game. Um, I want to give a, a shout out to Brock Bowers for absolutely. You missed your, sn- you missed your chance. Snapping. Um, Jacob edit this out. And he got host <laughs> for the uh, finalists in the Mackey Award. But I just want the reason I'm saying this is because he's about to, as much crap as you know people give us for not using tight ends, he's about to break the touchdown and receiving record at Georgia as a freshman. So. Who has the who has the receiving record? Does Orson Charles is he? Yep, Orson Charles is like right. five seventy six. Yep, yep. Isn't it crazy that I know stupid shit like that? Like, why can't I remember productive things? But <laughs> I digress. Um, okay, pick time. <clears throat> right. So recapping last week a little bit. Um, actually, we all had a pretty good week. There was a lot of games that I think were pretty safe picks. Um, Oh, I forgot I, I was the only picking. one that picked Clemson. <laughs> yeah, you were. Um, so the fact that I didn't ride with the squad eats me up a little bit, but I'd much rather win than lose – than get points on the pick for us losing. Um, you know, you obviously Dan, Dan Mullen got canned. I just had a good feeling that Mizzou was, was going to want it better than they did. And then, you know, um, Utah absolutely destroying Oregon. Uh, that was a nice little pick for Divini. Gave him the – Gave him the win last week. Um, Vinny's now a, a three points ahead of me. Um, Jacob's a point behind me, and Sid's three points behind Jacob. So we're all right there together. Everybody's in striking distance. Um, but, yeah, going to this week, Thursday night on Thanksgiving, we got the Egg Bowl. Uh, Ole Miss is going to see Stark Vegas um, play the Fighting Leeches. So Mississippi State's a one-point favorite in this game. Like we touched on briefly, Ole Miss's offense has not looked pyrotechnic of late. Um, 
Meanwhile, Mississippi State has. Um, not really sure which way to go on this one. I'm, 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 I'm probably just going to route Mississippi State, honestly. At this point, I feel like Vegas knows more than I do. Well, yeah. Yeah, I Vegas think – Vegas more than everybody. Yeah, I think Vegas is pretty smart. Mississippi State has looked pretty good. You know, they had that huge comeback against Auburn. Ole Miss is, is not scoring points for whatever reason, and their defense sucks, so they can't lean on that. So, awesome. Mississippi State. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I really don't know who to go with, but uh, I think I'm going to go uh, Ole Miss. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, but not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Corso. See, not so, so fast, sweetheart. <laughs> you're already, if you're already going to because he, he said, he's like, I like it. I like it. But not, not so, so fast. fast. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going Mississippi State here as well. <clears throat> He's usually really good at picking, so I hope I hope that carries over with you. Um, <laughs> next game we got, again, we're really good at picking Big 12 games. Uh, we got K-State and Texas. Texas is a two-point favorite at home. If you think I'm pick picking Texas, uh, you're smoking. So pass it to the left-hand side. Give me K-State. Yeah, dude. I mean, Texas can't win a freaking game. So, like, there's no – They lost to Kansas in their favor? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Vegas, you fools. Yeah, I got to go. What's in my logic? Oh, this, is the, this is the game that Texas is going to show up and yeah, win. Yeah. Oh, Texas, and will, just... Texas will win 70 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Arch Manning commits on the spot. This is it. Yeah, I'm taking K-State. Is anybody not picking K-State? That might be the easier way to do this. <clears throat> um, there you go, Vinny. Do it just to be different. Well, I'm trying to uh, do some research. It's not going well. The time is coming on. <laughs> go with your heart. It's not, it's not going well. Benny's trying to study as the teacher says, put up your books, which I'm about to take. <laughs> yeah. Pencils down. Benny doesn't bring his books. All right. So, yeah, give it to me. Texas or K State? Wow. Texas. I don't know. I would K State. I mean, you all go K State. Screw it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Moving on. Um, this, is a, this is a Friday game. Um, as is K State and Texas. Uh, we got UNC and NC State. Um, for Clemson's purposes, we need NC State to lose to UNC um, or lose their next game. No, take that back. We need NC State to lose to UNC, and then we need Wake to lose to Boston College. Yep. Uh, I'm not holding my breath, but I am going to take UNC in this game. Um, Sam Howell's been banged up. Mac Brown said he was going to play. If he ends up not playing, I reserve the right to change my pick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be a shootout. NC State's got a pretty good defense. Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking NC State. I'm, I'm picking UNC just because I want Clemson to be in the AC championship. That's stupid. NC State. Yeah, I think I got to roll with NC State here too. Um, NC State, like you said, they have, actually have a good defense. Obviously, North Carolina can score a bunch, but NC State's defense is according to one site, ranked 17th in the nation, which is 
which is pretty good. Um, North Carolina doesn't have a lot of weapons, really. They got Josh Downs and Sam Howell. And Ty Chandler. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah, and Ty Chandler a little bit. But, you know, I think think NC State wins this game. I'm down, so I might as well go ahead and take the Tar Heels and the rare event that they actually won a game. So I like it. Vinny's probably going to ride with them, too. Nah, I'm going to go NC State. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> so here we go. Um, obviously, for podcast purposes, I have to have um, UGA and Tech on here. Um, UGA is a 35-point favorite as of right now. Um, so the, the only way we're going to get a, a point for this game is we're picking if UGA is going to cover or not. Um, I'm going with yes. Oh, we're, doing the, we're doing the spread? We're doing the spread on this one. Um, well, I'll take the spread. I'll take the spread. I also say Georgia covers. Okay. Oh. We're all going Georgia covering? Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So that didn't add any flair to this pick. It's about to say that that was just as pointless as picking the overall. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I guess we're just going to pick the overall winner. That's cool. Um, moving on. Um, yeah. We got Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State's favored by eight. Michigan's at home. Jim Harbaugh doesn't win big games. Uh, CJ Stroud threw for approximately a million yards last week That's against crazy. Michigan State. Three um, So Michigan State beat Michigan. Ohio State um, <laughs> teabagged Michigan State. <laughs> that was, so it, that the, was to put it modestly. Yeah. Yeah. They Adam Anderson, Michigan State. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm taking Ohio State and the points here. Buckeyes, Buckeyes by 90 probably in a classic hardball coaching performance. Yeah, I'm I'm behind you on that. Michigan has a pretty good defense. I don't think Ohio State's going to score a million on them. It'll be a little bit closer, but I mean, I just, I can't pick Jim Harbaugh in a big game. So, Ohio State. Yeah, no chance. I'm I'm taking Harbaugh in this game, so I'm going with Ohio State. Perfect. Don't get I love me the wrong. parody here. I love I love Michigan to win. Um, oh, nothing would make me happy. I would yeah. I would too, but it's not going to happen. Ohio State. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got a little Civil War action here. Uh, Oregon State and Oregon. Oregon a seven-point favorite at home after also getting teabagged last week. Um, you know, Oregon State's not a bad team this year, frankly. Um, well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Oregon here. Again, I just I, – I feel like this is a game that you come in a little pissed off with, and you certainly don't want to lose to a team whose mascot is the Beaver. Um, it's a hell so, of a mascot. Almost as good as a cock. Almost. No, nah, Beaver's cooler. I would love to it, see y'all play that. It, it depends. Depends on what kind of person you are. You know. You're I would right. Love to see South Carolina right. State playing a bowl game. Huh? In the Orange YouTube Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. But you know, yeah, you know. I I gotta go. I gotta go with Oregon here. I mean, they went from like being pretty much in the playoff to not even having a chance anymore. 
Actually, I don't know. They might quit after that, but uh, whatever. I'm taking Oregon. I haven't watched Oregon State play one single game, so. Yeah, well, they start all their games at like two o'clock in the morning. So. Yeah, I was about to say we're in we're in REM sleep by the time <laughs> in the third quarter. Um, but yeah, uh, just for fun fact, Oregon State did beat Utah. Um, I just saw that this year. That's interesting. Um, but the transit yeah. property doesn't support my argument here, so I'm not going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you only um, use stuff that supports your argument. Yeah, I'm going with Oregon as well because, like Sam said, um, they're probably super embarrassed. Um, so should be. If um, they want to make a decent bowl game, they gotta they gotta win out. You know what? I'm in the basement. I might as well go ahead and uh, take Oregon State here. Gotta risk it for the biscuit. That's right. Sip um, a huge week. Yeah, you could have a massive week, or you could fall out of contention. <laughs> Either way. Got to risk it for the biscuit. Um, we only have this week and next week. No, we'll do. Unless we do, we'll do bowl, bowl games. games. Yeah, we yeah, did we bowl, games do bowl games. Okay. We'll do bowl games. Um, yeah, next game we got up, uh, Penn State against Michigan State. Um, the line was even when I looked at it this morning, which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, Penn State doesn't really do the thing where they score points, and Michigan State has, still has Kenneth Walker. So that's – that's it. Go Sparty. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Kenneth Walker goes for two hundo. So that'd be sick. I, I try to type in Kenneth Walker to the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> that that's more accurate. But yeah, Michigan State. I mean, you're not wrong. <clears throat> it has to come out there and uh, show something this next week after that performance last week. Yeah, Mel Tucker's contract is they they haven't let him sign that one yet. All right, this might be the ridiculous contract ball, though, because Franklin just got his. Oh, you're – oh, no kidding. That's right. Yeah. Which mediocre coach can be overpaid faster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, are we, are we all taking Michigan State here? That's the vibe I'm getting. Devaney's doing more homework. I already put mine in. Yeah, I got machine sick. Sid, who you got? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that sounds like Michigan State to me. Um, <laughs> next game, this one's for you, Connor. We got Bedlam. Uh, Oklahoma State obviously is continuing to play pretty well. Uh, they're a four-point favorite at home against Oklahoma. Um. I'm kind of torn with this right now because this this very much feels like, um, you know, the Oklahoma-Texas game where I feel like – I feel like Oklahoma State should win, but Oklahoma just – just don't ever lose to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oklahoma State's always a pretty good team, and Oklahoma just doesn't lose to them. Um, but with that said, I kind of – I kind of feel like Oklahoma's just – their specialty this year is beating teams worse than them by a touchdown. So now that they're playing a team that's probably as good as them, I think they're going to lose by a touchdown. So, yeah, go Pokes. Give me give me Oklahoma State. Damn, this is a tough one right here. Because I agree with what you said. Oklahoma just beats Oklahoma State. But 
this year, maybe not. Oklahoma, you know, they lose to Baylor. They come out. They don't look super good against Iowa State. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Oklahoma anyways. I'm not really sure why, but this it is – It just cute. feels right. Though. That's my thing. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking Oklahoma for my friend, Connor. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm going uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, I have them beating Oklahoma and then Baylor <clears throat> and making it in the playoffs. I'm with that. I can get behind that. Um. So yeah, now we have the uh, the nightcap, seven thirty SEC Network. Um, the Fighting Dabos against Beamer Ball. Clemson's currently an eleven and a half favorite. Um, started at 14, holding steady around 11, 11 and a half. Um, you know, I didn't ride with my squad last week, and I would never pick Carolina to beat us. Um, so, obviously, nothing else needs to be said. Um, DJ, if you're listening, please don't ruin this for me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I've already said what I feel like needed to be said earlier. Um, you know, it's not a matchup that is favorable for South Carolina. Um, like I said, home field advantage is – is pretty much the only advantage that we have, um, if you can call it that. But I could never pick Clemson ever, so I have to pick South Carolina, even though I might just be giving up a point here. At least it's only one point. Yeah, that's true. Jason Brown, if you're listening, please win the game for us. <laughs> or actually, Zaquandre White, if you're listening. Yeah. I don't really know where to go with this one, I think. To be honest, South Carolina's past two performances, not past two, two out of the last three, and then Clemson's last performance really just throws me off even more because I feel like South Carolina's kind of trending up. But then also Clemson, their last offensive performance was their best of the year. So I don't know if that's a one-off. Wake has a shitty defense or – I don't know. But um, I I think it's a little bit of both, definitely. I don't know. Wake does have a shitty defense. They do. But um, they're three – actually, side note, they're, they're three spots ahead of us in total defense at 111. So, that's – ooh, that's sobering. <laughs> um, uh, fuck, I don't even know where I'm at now. Um, <laughs> Clemson. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Clemson as well. Um, I think the big difference in this game is Clemson's defense um, and South Carolina's offense not being too great. Um, so I think that was a nice way to put it. Yeah, um, I think uh, Jason Brown um, is going to get a lot of pressure Saturday night. He's going to yeah. be seeing ghosts. Yeah, I hope so. And it's then- pressure. He's gonna be he's gonna be seeing a lot of linebackers with neck rolls. He's 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 gonna be seeing Ghost and then Trenton Simpson hitting him in the face mask. Who gets pressured more, Jason Brown or Jordan Yates? Jordan Yates. Yeah, I gotta go Jordan Yates. <laughs> I'm just I'm gonna be real with you. There, Your center probably, goes, goes for a six point nine. <laughs> I'm just gonna be straight with you. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen Georgia's zero technique. I don't think much of him, but he's just big. Um, 
you know, you have that though. <laughs> um, yeah. Jordan Davis, well, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I don't actually think you suck. Yeah. Don't eat. But me. you are just, yeah. I mean, you're also 26. So who am I to tell you? That's true. <laughs> oh, God. Jake, you got a score prediction for this one? I'm interested to hear it. Um, I could see something like 31-17. Are you serious? That's exactly what I was about to say. Really? Yep. <laughs> I could see something around there. Y'all's offense is trending up. We're not going to be able to stop the run very well. We'll we'll get a couple big plays probably, um, but but there'll be few and far between. So I yeah. think that's that's a pretty good score prediction. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we're on the same page here. This is yeah. wow that that threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. there are picks. What yeah. else we got? What other um, what other segments we want to throw in? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm trying to think if there is anything playoff, else pertinent going on. Oh yeah. <clears throat> okay. Already, I'll say mine first because I already texted. Yeah, you. Um, Did you? Yeah, I got um, Georgia at one beating Alabama in the SEC. I got Ohio State at two winning out. Um, I got Cincy at three because they're going to be undefeated. Um, and I got Oklahoma State at four because they are also going to win out. Okay, okay. See, the problem for me is that I just picked Oklahoma State, but I also feel like they're still going to lose. Um, yeah, I'm going Georgia over Bama, Ohio State too. Three is going to be interesting. I don't feel like Cincinnati is going to lose at this point. Four is either going to be – obviously the Pac-12 is eliminated. So it's either going to be if Oklahoma State wins and can beat Baylor – um, then obviously, okay, state, but if they don't, it's going to be Notre Dame. And I almost feel like odds of Oklahoma State winning two games against two good teams. Um, because didn't they lose to Baylor or did they lose to Iowa State? They, they beat Baylor, yeah, um, they, they beat Baylor, I think. Okay, so but I mean, if they beat Oklahoma, <laughs> Baylor might come around and beat them this time, so right. I feel like the odds of just because Notre Dame doesn't have to play anybody else, um. I don't even know who they played this week. Um, I just feel like the odds of Oklahoma State tripping up are a lot higher than uh, Notre Dame right now. So if I had to pick, I'd put Notre Dame at four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it comes down to, honestly. Unless, I mean, of course, Bama could be Georgia, and then you got a little shakeup. I don't even know what would happen there. Ohio State won. Alabama two, Georgia three. Yeah, Ohio State one. Yep. Now nah, probably Georgia at four. Bama's gonna be two. You don't want the rematch oh, yeah. in the semifinal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Which honestly works out better for Bama. I don't know. We're so close, but we're so far because a lot of these teams are about to play each other. <laughs> it depends on what happens in the Big Twelve. Yeah. Yep. That's that's what it comes down to. The the thing is, is that if Bama gets if Bama if Bama plays all close and loses on like a last second field goal or something, odds of them staying in at four aren't good, but they're not bad. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. 
Yeah, and it has to be, be a, a loss like that or an overtime loss for them to even consider a two-loss team. Yeah, and, and, and you know it's it's Bama, so and Oklahoma State would have to lose, and I mean I don't I don't know if they put Oklahoma in even if, even if they beat Oklahoma State and and um, I don't know no, they, I don't really know what's gonna happen honestly. A <laughs> There's lot. a lot of different things that could happen. I mean, we'll we'll know more this week, and then, um, but really until we. I, Basically, the playoff committee has no idea what's going to happen until they literally sit down and pick. Because we we got two weeks where we got. I would I would games. say there are two the two locks as of right now are Georgia and Ohio State. Yeah, you probably. can argue Cincy as well. <laughs> See, but Ohio yeah, State are playing. I mean, playing a good Houston team. There's a very small chance, but Ohio State could lose to Michigan. See, even if even and, if Georgia, I mean, unless Georgia loses to Georgia Tech and then loses to Bama. That'd be crazy. <laughs> oh my God, Davini. I would definitely check on that. I would quit. I would quit the podcast if that happened. I would but, be removing sharp objects from your room, you know, just the, the whole nine yards. Even yeah. even if Bama beats Georgia and that's the championship, they're still in. So Georgia's pretty much a lock. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot to happen. There's a lot to still you should to find out. Yep. Well, do we have I, anybody that we want to say something nice about this week while we're <clears throat> while we're here? Um, I don't know. Any ideas, guys? Um, did we already? I was thinking Dan, Dan Mullen, Mullen, but yeah, I think we've already talked about Dan Mullen. Um, James Franklin got an extension. That's right. That's right. There we go. And that's how we're going to end it right there. <laughs> and that's the ending. Thank you for tuning Say, in, everybody. Peace out. Nice about Austin. <laughs>